0: Welcome to the You Podcast by The Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, go away you fur. With me this week is Andy, Gopher Guy 5 Hello everybody. And you street. Hey y'all. Well it is March Madness, friends. Uh, we are currently on the Wednesday night recording, so second part of the first four, or whatever the heck they call that nonsense up in Dayton, uh, is tonight uh, with the full bore March madness. You've grown to know and love, uh, kicking off tomorrow. Uh, this is also a good time for me to remind anyone who's listening that you, uh, hurry up. You can still join the daily go for a bracket challenge, uh, and have the chance to win some home field apparel if you have the best bracket of everyone who enters the TDG Bracket Challenge. So go to thedailygopher.com, uh, go to the TDG Bracket Challenge post, and all the information you need for joining in will be right there.
1: That's right, home field of Parable. Not just for all that nonsense up in Dayton, but also for sweet swag. We're a big fan at the Daily Gopher, and there is very much a free t-shirt at play for anyone who wins the challenge. Plus the added advantage of getting to say with confidence that you are smarter than all the people who write for the blog, which you can probably already say, but maybe not with 100% confidence.
0: I mean, at least 87% confidence would be my guess for most people. All right, March Madness. It's a wonderful time of year. I am certainly looking forward to watching a lot of basketball tomorrow. Uh, I guess it's, you know... I don't even know where to go with this like I could ask you your your favorite upset pick I could ask you your final four um, selections but you don't want to give those away quite yet maybe uh, just what are you looking most forward to uh, Street when it comes to March Madness
1: I am looking forward for Charles Barkley trying to pretend he has watched a single college basketball game all year unquestionably my favorite part of all of the commentary associated with anything around March I am interested because I have not been able to see as much as I've wanted to. I think there are a couple of teams that I'm just interested in to watch play. So in terms of the, the major teams, Baylor, for example, is a team that I haven't been able to see very much of this year. They also have a lot of injuries, and so that'll be interesting to see how, how that team fares. Plus, I will be honest, I'm not a big fan of Scott Drew, so Baylor losing is not something that I would be particularly disappointed by. So that uh, that's part of it. I am secondly interested to see whether or not the Big Ten is as cramp as we think the Big Ten is. I, I believe in some sense the Big Ten had a very much a down year relative. I don't think by any means it was the strongest conference in the country this year, either at the top end or throughout, either way you want to do it. So, However... I think that the Big Ten has some surprisingly good matchups, especially in the first round. And so more Big Ten teams than we might have expected otherwise will advance. And, of course, as always during this time of the year, I am looking forward for when Wisconsin loses.
0: Andy, uh, what uh, will bring you the most joy from March Madness this year?
2: Yeah, you know, it's just always fun to, to spend uh two full days basically watching nothing but basketball, and, uh, you know, it's always that that first crazy game that goes right down to the wire will be either end on a buzzer beater or something crazy to send it to overtime is always fun, Um, and and admittedly, it might be right away Thursday morning. I think we've got, um, you know, two pretty good, uh, you know, evenly matched games starting off right away. I think Colorado State-Michigan game is is his first tip Thursday morning, and, and that one could be easy, uh, it could be interesting, uh, especially with uh, the advantages that Michigan is a lower seed is getting from the NCAA. Uh, as, as Colorado State had a little bit of travel trouble, and, and Michigan just get an easy little trip down to Indianapolis from uh, from Ann Arbor. But um, you know, so that's always fun. Um, that I'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think there's a lot of top teams that nobody really knows about. Um, you know, can is Gonzaga for real? I we think they are but nobody really knows baylor's got the injury issues um kansas has looked great at times and looked absolutely awful at other times can can they hold off what's duke gonna do um you know it's kentucky coming on hot at the right time or we'll see when you see some potentially underseated teams like tennessee as a three or um houston as a five make runs um you know i think there's a lot of questions um and no real good answers, and, and there's some you know interesting, interesting matchups with some of the higher seed teams. You know, teams that you know I thought might have gone on a run. Uh, South Dakota State is 13, getting stuck with Providence the first game. That's that's a tough one. Um, same thing. Chattanooga's got to go through Iowa. Uh, probably not a great matchup for the Mocs, but that's another team that had the matchups been a little bit differently, I could have seen Chattanooga easily as a Sweet 16 team too. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see who will pull off those upsets. It it's uh, or who will you know survive the matchups and be able to advance to the to the second weekend.
0: Well, obviously we don't have any postseason to talk about for the Gopher men, but the women made the women's NIT, which honestly was a bit of a surprise. Uh, what's uh, what's both? Of, uh, I'll start with Street. Uh, what's your take on uh, what we're going to see out of the women's NIT? Basically, one more game and done, or
1: a little bit of a run. Well, frankly, hard to say. I'm going to briefly pass to Andy for kind of initial thoughts, but I would say that given the Gophers' record for this year and in terms of who the Gophers beat and, more importantly, who they didn't beat, it seems that Minnesota getting into the NIT might have had something to do with some other teams deciding they didn't want to play basketball any much. I don't know, Andy, if you feel similarly or if you think I'm being overly conspiratorial on
2: that. I think it's a little A and a little B. I mean... uh... Two of the big teams that finished ahead of the Gophers in the Big Ten, both Northwestern and Michigan State, did not accept NIT bids. Um, And so potentially that's why the Gophers got in instead of some of those teams. They both had um, pretty high-rated players who were going to be high WNBA draft picks who uh, they decided um, not necessarily to stick around. So, um, I mean, that's one thing. Yes, honestly, it, it, it's sort of a big question why Minnesota, at three games under five hundred, was the only team below five hundred to get a women's NIT bid. Um, either either Lindsay Whalen and, and company are that big of a draw, or they really needed another Midwest team to fill up the bracket, which I think partially might be true as well, as the uh, as the women's IT, NIT, at least for the Foosie Rounds, goes much more of a regional scheduling. Uh, that's why the Gophers will end up heading to Green Bay to play the Green Bay Phoenix Thursday night. And then if they get past that game, uh, they probably will head to uh, South Dakota State. Would be my guess uh, for a game against the Jackrabbits, um, assuming they make it out of their first round matchup. Um, but yeah, that'll be the thing. Uh, you know, with the with the high school girls' state high school basketball tournament going on, at Williams, um, there, there's nowhere for the women to play, so they'll be on the road the entire time. It's not even like they're trying to get a, a high attendance. Um, not that, you know, that many people would show up for a women's and IT game at Barn right now anyways. Uh, but it's not even like they're trying to get a high, high ticket. You know, it's, it's just, the Gophers are just another team. So, um, to be brutally honest, don't know much about the, uh, the Phoenix, uh, other than, uh, they're in the, they're in the Horizon League. And they obviously, uh, fared fairly well this season. Um.
1: They didn't beat a single team of note in a major conference.
2: Well, there you go. So. So if, if Cescalia's game's on, then Minnesota should be able to beat Green Bay. That, that, that's the way it is. Uh, which Gopher team will show up? Your guess is as good as mine. Um, you know, if they can get a couple more wins and get to a better position for next year, so be it. But uh, I, I don't think anybody's really seeing that uh, the Gophers are going to go on a, a run through women's and IT and try and make some nice here. I think it'll probably be a, a couple extra games and, and we'll move on with our lives
1: what is true that the passage of time will will, will happen regards of this game as a very minor point for the people who are choosing to watch which in some sense why but if you are particularly interested uh, green bay by and large is a pretty guard heavy offense which bodes well for minnesota they do not have a strong post game at least any player who regularly is scoring a lot of points from inside the post, they don't score a whole lot of points as a team. Period. Just to be clear, which is which is advantageous for the Gophers. The Gophers, as Andy mentioned, should be more talented than Green Bay because, frankly, the fact that Minnesota is below 500 this season is a incredible disappointment. Uh, however, I would I would agree with Andy that it is unlikely that Minnesota will be making a sort of pseudo-Cinderella run to the NIT finals. But I think they win on Thursday.
0: Well, we'll keep an eye on that, of course, uh, as we get to next week's edition of the pod. Uh, the Gopher women in hockey... Uh, had an unfortunate weekend, uh, failing to advance past the NCAA quarterfinals to a frozen four at Penn state, um, losing to UMD. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Uh, Andy, you know, my take from, from, uh, you know, reading the recaps was, uh, kind of a fuck around and find out situation.
2: Yeah, the Gophers sort of were really, really sloppy. Uh, I mean, we, we've seen them play much better this year. They they did they did a lot of what the Gopher men were doing when they were struggling earlier in the year. They, they could not get out of their own zone. Um, you know, they just were inconsistent. They they couldn't break out. They couldn't uh, get into the, you know, full zone control in the UMD end. And it ended up catching up to them. They made a couple of big mistakes. Uh, Lauren Bench uh, made a brutal mistake on first Bulldog goal. Uh, a save she easily should have made uh, flubbed it, went off the top of her, her glove and fell behind her and slid into the net, and then the second one uh, there were a trio of gophers fighting for the puck and not one of them could win uh, one UMD player um, and it was the one, one of the two UMD players you could not lose the puck to, Gabby Hughes who, who put the game one goal in um, you know, M-Krita, UMD Emma Soderbergh was amazing, the net thirty cent saves, she shut down anything Minnesota had Um and and frankly, it was a, it was a what we saw from the Gophers and Bulldogs in the regular season. Uh, Soderberg played all four games in the regular season, and only once did those two teams win by more than one goal. And that was that was one goal. It's three to one. Minnesota got a goal with a minute and a half left. So basically, every single time those two teams played when Soderberg was in net, it was a one goal game. The Gophers won two. UMD won two. And this time, UMD pulled off the third one. So um, you know. Credit to them, they now get to play uh, Northeastern, who knocked off Wisconsin in one semifinal, and Ohio State and Yale play in the other one. So I think I think probably the uh, the Frozen Fours of Ohio State's to lose. Uh, they probably, arguably on paper, are the best team left, but uh, weird things can happen when you're down to four teams. So uh, those games will be played uh, Thursday, Saturday out in uh, Pegula, Penn State, um, and we'll be giving them much less tension than we might have a week ago, because we have our own Big game Saturday night. That's going to draw uh, the majority of the attention around here.
0: Yeah. Speaking of that, that of course, the men this past weekend won their Big Ten semifinal game, advancing to the Big Ten Conference Tournament finals held at home at Mariucci. Game is essentially sold out. A handful of tickets here or there left. Student section uh, fully sold out. Five sections. Looks like it'll be a, a, a rocking environment uh, for, uh, the big 10 championship. Andy, I'm just kind of interested in your take on, um, what you're looking forward to coming into this weekend.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to come down to, to how well Gophers can play. I think defensively, uh, both these teams can score, uh, the Gophers have, uh, you know, they, with, uh, with Justin Close, they, they split with Michigan when they were here back in January. Um, and it, it's going to be a matter of, of, you know, honestly, what team wants it more and who's willing to play. The way the Gophers play like they did uh, to close out the regular season, it'll be good. If they play like they did last week against Penn State, in which Bob Motzko called it a clunker, uh, Michigan's going to win this by a couple of goals. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, and really, other than a banner, Michigan has nothing to play for. They're locked into a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Minnesota, honestly, has more to play for. Uh, if the Gophers do beat Michigan, uh, they probably will get a number one seed, but it's still not guaranteed. Uh, they need they need some help in the NCHC. Basically, if uh, it appears if, if Western Michigan wins their semifinal against North Dakota and then beats Denver for the title, uh, the Broncos will leapfrog the Gophers into that number four slot in the pairwise and take the final number one seed no matter what happens. Um, to be brutal between the four and five, it doesn't really matter. Other than one team gets to wear the white jersey, one gets to wear the color jerseys, and one gets last change if those two teams would face off in the uh, in the regional final. So it's not a huge deal. The Gophers are, are locked into a one or a two, regardless. But uh, it would be really nice to to make sure we get a second banner to hang with our, our first one already, uh, and then have a good chance to go into the NCAA tournament on a high note. Um, then again, you know it. it if the Gophers are going to falter, you much rather they, they do it against Michigan on Saturday uh, than they do in their first-round game, whoever they may play. So uh, there's a couple of different ways to look at it, but I do think the raucous crowd, the Gophers will feed off of that. Um, you know, this is going to be the loudest and biggest crowd they've had all season long. Uh, it's going to be just a great environment and in Mariucci. There are, like as Chris said, I think about 400 tickets at this moment. And so if you're listening to this and want to get into the building... Uh, you better go quick to see what you can find. Um, but, yeah, the selection Sunday is uh, is Sunday 5.30 on ESPNU. Uh, we'll find out where the Gophers are headed. Uh, most likely somewhere out east, uh, the four regionals. Uh, Denver is hosting one in Love and Colorado, and then Penn State's hosting one and then two up in, in New England. So uh, the Gophers have a fairly good chance. They're they're flying out east someplace. Um so we'll see how exactly the the matchups shake up, but uh, you know, either a one or a two seed when uh, when we find out on Sunday.
0: Gopher for men, uh, also nearly a clean sweep on the Big Ten uh, individual awards.
2: Yeah, it's been a big uh, big week for awards for uh, for Go for Hockey, uh, as you said. The men, the Big Ten awards were announced Tuesday. Ben Myers, Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, Brock Faber was named the Big Ben Defensive Player of the Year, and then Bob Motzko, won Big Ten Coach of the Year. Uh, and then all Big Ten teams, uh, Faber and, and Myers were on the first team. Uh, Jackson Lacombe and Matthew Nyes were on the SEC team. Uh, and then a bunch of on the Honorable Mention as well. Nyes also named to the uh, all-freshman team. Um, and then earlier on Wednesday, uh, Ben Myers was officially named one of the uh, ten finalists for the Hobie Baker Award. Um Obviously, Hobie Baker goes to the the best college hockey player in the nation. Um, We'll find out at the end of March whether he makes the final three, and then the the award has actually been out during the Frozen Four. But uh, Myers with some of the best stats in the nation. Um, Also, didn't mention but uh, Peyton Hemp, go for hockey, women's hockey freshman, was named the National Freshman of the Year on Wednesday as well. Uh, She led the the WCHA and freshman was named the WCHA freshman of the year. And then uh, the national assistant coaches gave her the uh, national, uh, rookie of the year earlier this week. So congratulations to both them. Uh, also as, uh, Taylor Heisey still, as we mentioned before is one of the top and finalists for the Patty Kazmaier award. I believe the final three of that are announced, uh, Thursday. So we'll see whether she makes the, uh, the top three for that or not, or whether her, uh, her getting outplayed a little bit the last couple of weekends may cost her when it comes to, uh, that potential awards.
0: Well, a couple other pieces of hardware on the line for a pair of gophers, Sarah Bacon, uh, Gable Steveson, both have, uh, championships, uh, coming up this weekend, correct?
2: Yep. They're both looking to, uh, to go back to back, uh, or Bacon's case, back to back to back. Uh, the Women's Swim and Diving National Championships are down in Atlanta, hosted by Georgia Tech. Uh, Bacon has got four individual NCAA championships. She did the double, winning the one-meter and three-meter springboards last year. Uh, she'll go for the double yet again this year. Uh, Thursday evening will be the finals in the one-meter. Friday will be the finals in the three-meter. She's the favorite to win both. Uh, she's already the most indiv- decorated individual Gopher female athlete in history, uh, looking to add to those totals with uh, potential two more titles. Uh, and then the NCAA Wrestling Championships are in Detroit this weekend. Uh, nine Gophers making the trip, but realistically, Gable Stevenson the only one that has a chance to probably win an individual NCAA championship. In fact, it would probably be a ridiculous upset if he does not win his second NCAA championship. Uh the question is just going to be how brutal is he going to make it on his opponents on the way through. So, uh, those finals will be Saturday night as well. So we could have uh, we could have a go for winning an NCAA title Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then the uh, go for hockey Big Ten championships also uh, Saturday night. So it could be a very very uh, busy weekend.
0: And to close out, gymnastics, uh, you know, getting some awards and uh, making their case for um, seating in the national tournament, really, with the upcoming Big Ten Championships. Yep,
2: they also have the Big Ten Championships this weekend. If you're looking for another crazy busy event, that'll be uh, Saturday afternoon in, in Columbus. Uh, Lexi Rambler and Ola Loper have to be, you know, two of the favorites to win the all-around uh, individual event championships, Rambler's got to be one of the favorites on both the uh, the bars and team, Loper on the vault, uh, floor exercise Maya Hooten with three perfect tens this year has got to be one of the favorites there um, and then they're just trying to finish, uh, get ready uh, for NCAA regionals here in uh, the first week of April, but uh, this is the last, last big meet till then, uh, Gophers did win the Big Ten championships last year when it was held at the PAV uh, they love to go back to back. Michigan has to be probably the number one favorite, though. Uh, they are still, I believe, the number one ranked team in the country, and they've got just ridiculous depth. So um, I would expect Minnesota, Michigan to finish one, two, in some order. Uh, but it would be uh, great if the Gophers can uh, put it all together and uh, find a way to to go back to back this weekend.
0: Well, it's it's a big, busy weekend. You'll have plenty of basketball, you've got big hockey, you've got wrestling, you've got swimming, you've got gymnastics, you've got it all uh, to keep yourself uh, tuned in for across hopefully multiple TVs and all of your mobile devices. Uh, but of course, make sure to tune in next week for another edition of the Sky U podcast where we'll talk about everything that's happened in the world of Gophers and uh, perhaps some of the craziness from NCAA March Madness as well. In the meantime, go Gophers. Skyuma, roll the boat.